Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The radio home of the Buffalo Sabres, live from KeyBank Center. This is the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Visit your local Upstate Honda Dealers today. Here's your host, Pat Malacaro. The Buffalo Sabres falling to the Anaheim Ducks here 4-3 to today in a Monday afternoon matinee game as the Sabres unfortunately can't get themselves back to evening the score in this one and lose by a decision of 4-3 to today. Derek Kramer here with you. Pat Malacaro joining alongside as, again, the Sabres just couldn't get it done after what was a back-and-forth affair for two periods, unfortunately nothing going on either side when you look at the first two periods and the shot disparity well in favor of the sabers and that was indicative of the play as well 15 to 4 in the first where the sabers dominated the period but you leave the first tied at one 12 to 9 so it was a lot closer in the second but you added up up together and the sabers still have a huge advantage in shots on goal you leave the period with uh down by a goal with the late one by anaheim and that really is kind of the way things have gone all right, and, there, and we've got Paul Hamilton in the locker room with Kyle Oposo. Kyle, uh, you guys, especially in the first period, you're playing fast. you got a lot of opportunities. Uh, what happened from there that you weren't able to get this one over the top? Um, just too many mistakes, honestly. I mean, I'm going to give up 15 shots, but it just seemed like, you know, we, we just kind of gave them everything that they had, and... Um, just some sloppy plays where we're not supporting and you know we're looking to go the other way when, when we just got to take care of our own end and the puck's in the back of our net and that's kind of all it was and then you're chasing the game at that point and then you kind of get away from your game plan and what makes you successful when you're behind and um, it's not easy chasing the game in this league as we know. You scored three goals but do you feel there was quite a bit of opportunity for more? Yeah I mean we could have had more goals obviously um you know, I, I think we've been playing better defensively overall, but you know, it's it's um, that's kind of the way it's going this year. And when you're not scoring, you have to make sure that you're doing all of the other little things correctly. And tonight, that's what bit us um, is we just just those little details of, of the game that um, weren't good enough. I feel like every time you guys made a mistake, it ended up in a goal. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's just, like I said, self-inflicted. Um, and it's definitely not an easy one for sure. Um, but that's that's the way it goes sometimes. But, I mean, you know, we have to we have to be better in our details for sure. You know, there's – it's just kind of working for your teammates, working for support. Um, and we didn't do that enough tonight. Thanks, Kyle. Kyle Oposo on the post game. Derek, back to you. Thanks, Paul. And that was Sabres captain Kyle Oposo there. Uh, and again, 
unfortunately, it was just a lot of critical mistakes defensively and bad turnovers that while Anaheim didn't have a lot of shots, they did have some of the highest quality you can get for having 15 shots in a game. Yeah, it wasn't until after their first shot on goal in the second period, it took a turnover that really ignited their offense, creating the offensive end. Frank Vitrano scores twice in relatively quick order after that, and then Anaheim really kind of found a screw. But Kyle Pulse is right. The Sabres gave Anaheim a lot of those chances due to those turnovers. A couple of those rough turnovers there, I mean, you had one in the corner there with Eric Johnson. You had one with Tage Thompson and bouncing off of him, and then just a lot of just the weird plays that you couldn't see coming. Uh, one of the goals happened because an Anaheim player tripped into the offensive zone, but it led to a mad scramble. So it was just one of those things where you couldn't outdo your mistakes today and uh, almost indicative more of last year's team than this year's. Yeah, and a couple of times a shot just kind of find its way through, and then there's somebody on the back end to clean it up for Anaheim as well to, to capitalize on the goal. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's kind of one of those things. Again, the turnovers and the mistakes in their own end, you're right. It's a lot of uh, what we've seen this year, and, and uh, unfortunately for the Sabres, you know, kind of the way their season has gone. And, it, again, it's just one of those things where, oh, and now we go back to Paul to the locker room and Tage Thompson. Tage, the start, uh, you guys started fast. You got a lot of opportunities. Uh, it seemed like everything was going well. Uh, what what do you feel turned it? Um, I think we just sloppy, uh, sloppy with the puck. Obviously, I had a bad turnover that, that cost us, and um, I think obviously all the all the goals they got were just gifts that we gave them. Um, you know, they didn't really have to work for anything. We just gave them free, free chances, free opportunities, and um, can't do that. And um, you know, they're a very skilled team, so when you give them free looks like that they're gonna make you pay and they did tonight so that was uh the game in a nutshell what was your view on the, the save uh, right by the goal line there you, i assume you thought that was going in yeah i thought it was going in um obviously a pretty athletic save by him i thought first maybe his glove was in the net but um yeah obviously those are chances that you got to bear down and find a way to put it in the net obviously i think um you know score that it's a different game and um, had some other looks earlier in the game too, so I just gotta I gotta find a way. Paige, how shocking is this game given the way you guys started? I think the shots are twenty four to five. I mean, just how shocking is that this game got away? Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of hockey, right? Like some games you should win, some games you shouldn't. And thought tonight um, probably should have won that. Um, like I said, we definitely didn't help ourselves giving them. Two on ones and uh, free looks in the slot with uh, you know bad puck management, but um, at the same time we had plenty of opportunities to kind of put them away, um, you know, with offensive chances that we had. So we score a couple of those. It's a uh, you know a different game and now they're chasing. So um, yeah, it's a it's a tough one. Like you said, do you feel like you had them on the ropes? I mean, you guys went on that power play after you scored, and if you go up two, that might kind of be it. Yeah, exactly. It's. Um, you know, I think the first uh, first period there, I, I liked our game, and um, you know, even even the second, I thought we we had a lot of good chances, and those are games you got to find a way to score. Obviously, I, you know, we like I keep saying it, but uh, those those freebies, those come back to hurt you, kind of sucks the life out of you. So, um, clean those up, and we'll be good. I think part of that, Tate, was that you guys are moving the puck just so easily that maybe that the, the detail starts to slip there in the second just because, I mean, you were breaking it out easy. You guys are moving with speed easy. And then, yeah, I think that. And, um, you know, sometimes you get a little stubborn, you know, you're getting lots of looks and they're not going in. So you try to create things that aren't there. And 
force plays and um, I think that, that could have been the case for sure uh, on a couple of those and um, you know those are those are ones where you just got to keep it simple and kind of let the game come to you and instead of um, you know trying to create stuff that's not there and um, we had plenty of chances so I think you know that's kind of when you just got to have that mindset sit back and um, continue to play the same way and you know you're going to keep getting chances and I think we we try to create stuff that wasn't there um, which ended up costing us. Thank you, Tage. Tage Thompson on the post game. Derek, back to you. Thanks, Paul. That's Tage Thompson there, and uh, with him speaking as well as Kyle Oposo. And if we have any others, that's our Blue and Gold Locker Room reports. It's brought to you by Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center. Early detection of cancer is our goal. Get in the game at roswellpark.org slash WGR. Sabres, and we go back to the locker room. Zach Benson. Oh, oh excuse me. Sorry about that mishearing that one we're going to go to break here and uh if you want to continue to listen to post game you go on to wgr550.com or listening on the am dial at wgr550 am in buffalo but that'll do it here on network coverage on the upstate honda dealers post game show here Derek kramer pat malacaro paul hamilton our reporter, Evan DePasquale, our producer here for you as well. The Sabres falling to the Anaheim Ducks this afternoon at KeyBank Center by a score of 4-3. to three. Buffalo now 24-27 and 4 on the season. We'll have more postgame coming up here. This is the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Behind the net, Skinner up for, for Thompson! Did that go over the line or is that a glove save to highlight by Gibson? Unfortunately for the Sabres, it was a highlight save for John Gibson there as that kept it 4-3, to three, which would be the final as the Buffalo Sabres lose to the Anaheim Ducks today at Key Bank Center. That is the save of the game. It's brought to you by Upstate Honda Dealers. To see 
the exciting all-new Honda lineup, visit your local Upstate Honda dealer today. Derek Kramer here with you on the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. As the Buffalo Sabres again losing 4-3 to to Anaheim today at Key Bank Center for a Monday afternoon game with what was a relatively good turnout here uh, with plenty of kids having off for uh, President's Day and plenty of fans showing up here. Unfortunately, the, Sab- the Sabres and their home woes continuing throughout this season. We'll get, we'll get into some of the stats here of the game here with you thanks to this game, and that is, of course, going to be not a good one here for the Sabres as 4-3. to three, The Sabres do go one for two on the power play. They had two power play opportunities in this one. They scored on their first one courtesy of Tage Thompson. Anaheim going 0 for 1, but their job on the power play was more or less to just uh, kill time and try to make sure that Buffalo didn't get many opportunities. Rasmus Dahlin almost scoring shorthanded. He had a pair of opportunities, one on a shot, and he couldn't get to the rebound in time either. But John Gibson standing tall there against Buffalo. As for the Sabres, the goal scorers for Buffalo today, Jordan Greenway, Tage Thompson on the power play, and Zach Benson. Meanwhile, Adam Henrique, Frank Vitrano scoring twice, and then Troy Terry with the game-winning goal for Anaheim in this game. Ukopekalukanen, an off day, surprisingly off day for him based on how his season has gone. He allowed four goals on 15 shots, so he only had 11 saves in this one. And that's going to torpedo the save percentage as it was only a 7-3-3 save percentage for today's game. On the other side in the crease, John Gibson stood tall. 37 shots against. He stopped 34 of them, only allowing three of them to go in. A 9-1-9 save percentage for the Ducks goaltender here this afternoon. Final stats of the game. It's brought to you by Level Financial Advisors. Helping you retire better, visit levelfa.com. As for the Sabres and how their homos continue, it is just another story of things just not going their way today. They had control of the puck. They were obviously the team creating more opportunities, but they also gave up the biggest quality of chances there uh, in their own end. And each time it seemed like it was disaster for the team as several turnovers in their own zone or creating odd man rushes for Anaheim and allowing them an opportunity to put the puck past UPL, who didn't have to see a lot of action today, but unfortunately it was the highest quality of chances as one could possibly get. But, of course, that is just how it goes sometimes. The scoring summary in this one, Greenway scoring first for the Sabres to make it one to nothing, but then Adam Henrique quickly coming back about a minute later in the first period to tie the game. And that was where it ended at one apiece. Tage Thompson on the power play gave Buffalo the last lead that they would see on the afternoon as the power play goal gave Buffalo the 2-1 to one lead. But then Frank Vitrano scoring twice within a span of three minutes. His 25th and 26th goals of the season, which is just a tough way to go about it there uh, for the Sabres. And we're going to make Frank Vitrano the electric player of the game that's brought to you by town ford when you think of ford think town ford zach benson ties the game before before long it was less than a minute before benson would tie it at three for the sabers there but unfortunately the scoring would end at the near the end of the second period at the 1856 mark with what is our play of the game courtesy of troy terry
Just look out off the far boards. They work it right in front. Look at it. They score. It squeaks past them. Lukanen got it, but not enough. And Terry has put Anaheim back on top at 4-3 to three with 104 to go in the second period. Troy Terry's 16th of the season being the play of the game. That is the NOCO play of the game brought to you by NOCO, the official natural gas and electric supplier of the Buffalo Sabres. What's next for Buffalo? Well, they get to go on the road, a, a place that is a little bit more friendly than the uh, confines of KeyBank Center for these past couple of seasons. They'll be on the road on Wednesday at Montreal. Then they'll be at Columbus on the 23rd of February. That would be on Friday before their next home game on Sunday, February 25th against the Carolina Panthers. They would follow up the next week with another pair of games on the road with Florida and Tampa Bay, the Florida trip for Buffalo in a couple of weeks' time. As for hits in this game, it seems like this was more of Anaheim throwing the body around in this one. 24-13 to 13 on the hits in favor of Anaheim today. Buffalo had the puck more. It's just more, that's just how indicative it is that Buffalo was trying to drive play, that Anaheim was continuing to have to throw the body more than Buffalo in that, but that is our stats here for the Clinton Clinton Collision hit of the game. Clinton Collision, we are there when you need a repair. Luckily for both teams here, no one no one comes out of this one banged up in any sort of way. Injuries, nothing to see. The worst that we saw any, any sort of player or official, I should say, banged up was one of the referees was hurt in the first period after a collision with Jordan Greenway after the Sabres winger was stopped on a breakaway, but then collided with the referee he did not come back into that game after the first period so that's the best we got for injuries there and that is brought to you by Losi and Ganji Buffalo's workers compensation and personal injury attorneys working hard for hard-working western New Yorkers what does this mean though for the Sabres as a season of inconsistency continues on for the team well they still sit in sixth place in the Atlantic with 52 points, a record of 24, 27, and 4 on the season. At home, Buffalo is at 12, 16, and 1, which is just not good enough if you're going to try to make things work on your end here for trying to at least get the fan base back into everything and... We are going now down to head coach Don Granado. He's live with the media at one game. You created chances. I think at one point you're up 24 to five and shots on goal. Um, how did you get away? We just didn't put it away. It didn't. I don't think it got away as much as we didn't put it away. Uh, breakaway, breakaway. You know, and, and the right guys having breakaways uh, between Thompson and uh, Greenway. I think JJ uh, Middlestead point blank um, just didn't put it away. On the power play right after you scored, you get up three to one. And really, that was going to be the breathing spot. You didn't really get anything on that power play. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, there was many opportunities for separation. The power play was one of them. But you know, you look at the the quality in the first period alone, uh, and then the start of the second period. I think JJ another point blank shot to start the second period. There was just uh, you know Gibson was was very very good and uh prevented the separation that typically would be there especially with the guys like i said shooting the puck even the 
the Greenway breakaway early, beat him five hole for the most part, caught a little bit of his pad and, you know, uh, so Tasia breakaway and then another point blank shot after the breakaway. So, um, yeah, I mean, you, 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 you had more than enough opportunity to create separation. Uh, and then, you know, after that, obviously, uh, we did not make a lot of mistakes. We paid for the mistakes we made. It wasn't a game where we were, we were awful and made. It's just we paid for, for the mistakes we made. Um, and we couldn't, uh, obviously, with enough generated from the chance standpoint, didn't convert. Those mistakes, Don, were really self-inflicted. So when you look at those, does it tell you that guys were just trying to do too much with the pocket certain times? Was it just frustration for not being able to score? What do you make of just Well, I think those were, again, it, it wasn't the whole game that guys did that. It was a few isolated inf incidents that we paid for. Um, and yes, it, you know, we're, we've uh, defended very well to the point where, you know, when you, it's typically mistakes rather than system breakdown. It's, it's, it's a, you know, a, a decision that you'd probably want back uh, by an individual or, or uh, um, you know, a, a, a hiccup, a blunder, whatever you might, however you might want to call it. Um, but it was not an epidemic of mistakes by any means. Um, you know, we just, again, paid for them, and um, there wasn't a lot. They were very, very opportunistic. Obviously, the shot count uh, is indicative of that. Thompson said he thought his shot might have gotten through the one Gibson stops on the goal line there. Was there did you have any feedback from, from the video coaches on that? Uh, we did, and there was no camera angle that showed us um, anything other than uh, where it sits now. Could have made a simple, simple pass, and uh, we got ourselves pinned to the wall when we had option to to, to make a simpler play. So, uh, for a few weeks now, Tate, you know, the, the production hasn't always been there for Tate, but it seems like. Do you get the sense that he's trending in the right direction, starting to get for now that he's further away from the injury, just starting to create a lot he, more? On a he is absolutely trending the right direction. What we're what we're missing is the chemistry in that group. Um, you know, and even even the goal, I think, the one you speak of, the second goal, you know, we we didn't go forward with the puck in neutral zone. We kind of went back, and, and, you know, that's a chemistry thing, a uh, decision there, feeling it there or not feeling it. Um, so that's been more of the challenge than Tej is. Uh, he's doing the right things. I think, you know, um, probably in his, you know, in his own head a little bit pressing. Um you know, evident uh, the breakaway and the chances he had. I think even the goal that uh, um, uh, was just spoke of, or the, the, the thought of potentially scoring the play tight where Gibson came down with the glove. Yeah, I think if he's feeling it, he's probably elevating it over the glove. And with Tage producing, what in your mind is up with Skinner? He has been pretty much invisible here for a while. Well, he's, you know, we obviously... Um, Miss his production when he's on his game, and he hasn't been on his game. In your mind, is he healthy? Yeah, he's healthy. Yeah. Preds line had a terrific first period. They're the best line on the ice. Just what what was working for them early on? Great energy, great energy. Uh, you know, their their belief system is very strong. They're very hungry. They're they're uh, you know they're 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 dialed in on creating their next opportunity and jumping on their next opportunity. I think their mindset's been really. Very strong, and Peyton's, you know, he's earned his way up, which is which is 
exactly what we wanted from the coaching side. We have a very talented guy there that uh, is building a foundation of, of, of how to play the game the right way um, and, and all that skill that we know he has and has had in his previous portions of his career is, is coming back and now it's getting them getting them in different situations and thought they were great great energy John, you've hit some good goalies over the past stretch you've had some tough games and four nothing losses and something different has gone wrong whether it's going not going to the front of the net or getting stopped by a good goalie what has been the inconsistency and in unable to string together good um and, and to see success and wins. What's the, just, it just seems to have been something that's been, as you've been riding these peaks and valleys. Yeah, I, I just no. think, yeah, John, guys are, this is, you know, this this entire season is new territory for lots of guys with different expectations and different pressure. And I think dealing with it, you know, not being tight, dealing with it, breathing. Um, you know, I just mentioned the, the, the Krebs line and, you know, you get a group of young guys and, and they're fearless. Like everything's an opportunity. They don't, you know, the expectations on those guys is 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 probably minimal, right? And so they're they're free to go and they they run and and I think our guys that have have moved up and helped move this this group up uh, feel a little bit more pressure and a little bit more obligation and it's learning to deal with that and you know and let it go enough that they can they can breathe and, and their uh, talents and skill can take over trusting that. Yeah, are you surprised? You're 55 games in. Your veteran, quote unquote, guys learned a little about how to deal with that at this point. You know, I watched. Uh, th- th- this will never go away. It's never going to go away. You ride the edge all the time, and, I, and I'll give you an example. Last night, watching the outdoor game, there's an aerial pass made, easily picked up out of the air, and the game's over. Panarin scores a goal, and that's it's a team fight for a playoff spot. And you know that every point matters for that that team. And flip the channel again, and you know, I'm watching Pittsburgh on a power play in a one-one game, and it's the same thing an aerial pass picked off and it's they lose the game that's a veteran team in pittsburgh and obviously a veteran team in the new york islanders and um you know it's 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 part of the game is is more pressure more pressure and how do how do players operate under it and um you know that's uh that 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 is never going to go away i think you got to manage it better than the team you're playing against and Tonight, as an example, you got to score more. I mean, you generated enough to score and outscore and to win that game. So we can divide that game up 50 different ways. The fact is you had more than enough opportunity to win a game through just generating your scoring chances. But you're always, you know, teams that win Stanley Cups, they outscore their mistakes. It's not that they don't make mistakes. It's not that they don't feel pressure, turn pucks over, make poor decisions. They outscore them. You mentioned a couple of weeks ago you thought guys had kind of moved beyond the pressure or they were handling it better why do you think it's kind of creeped back in well i mean we had lots of pressure the other night how did we do right minute minute and a half left in the game we're down pull a goalie and score tied up and then we win it so we handled pressure that night i don't think we we uh you know i think we had a couple guys that that were were tight i think um you know we generated a lot which means we 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 didn't press before we got it we just weren't as sharp around the net you know so um, you know, John was asking me overall on the scoring. I think the scoring final touch, yes, guys are maybe pressure's not the right word for that. Feel, trust might be, you know, when you're on a breakaway that you, you know, that you don't have to pick a spot and be the perfect spot. And I think, you know, I think guys are a little tight there when it comes to scoring. Um, but, you know, again, you, you go immediately to two nights ago. We had two, you know, the afternoon in Minnesota. 
plenty of pressure on us down the stretch, and the guys responded very well. With all due respect, wasn't the point of last season to be part of the playoff rush, to, to push, to have them learn what it took to be in a playoff race, um, and yet they haven't learned that, or have they learned that? This is a process, so so they're in the process of learning it. This is the obvious. You would hope they would have learned it, right? And right. and you'd, you'd hope it. And, you know, I can remember us talking last year. You can't forecast. I'm not in the forecast business. You wanted me to forecast this season back then, and and there's too many elements uh, throughout the league. Injuries being one of them, and 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 but there's just too many elements. And you're in the middle of this process. And you know, our our responsibility is to make sure we're again we're 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 getting better. So when we get through this, we're, we're going to be a, have a better product by going through any adversity, any challenge. Um, and the good indicator for us is we're getting we're getting better in the areas we've targeted that we needed to get better in from last year. Now, uh, you know the scoring, the, the the scoring obviously, John. I mean, why not? Well, I mean, it's, John, it's why we're here. John, we can state the obvious, and that's and that's another obvious. It were, it's all about winning uh, at the end of the day. But there's areas that were targeted that we needed to progress in. We're getting we've gotten a lot better in those areas, and then and obviously the numbers show what's 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 not there is what we know this team, and we've come to know this team as being very good at scoring. Right? It's all going to come back at some point, and the foundation is going to be stronger. Does, does the mindset need to change, though? I mean, given what you just said to John, I know the team is different, but today felt a little bit like a game last year, and a lot of times last year you guys did outscore your mistakes, but that has not been a consistent theme this year. So if it's not a consistent theme, does the mindset or the approach need to change if that's not something that can be done, I guess, as easy as it once was? The psyche might need to change. I don't think the mindset or the approach needs to change. The psyche, that's feeling a little bit better, you know, a little bit better about your scoring touch. And obviously that goes with scoring. You know that goal scorers and, you know, hitters in baseball, and it, it's a feel thing. And and uh, the guys that I mentioned that had chances tonight, uh, you know, and, and we know they can they can do better. And, um, again, it's, it's, um, you know, so it's more of a psyche thing. I don't think it's a, you know, a, a mindset or a, a different approach. Thanks. Yep. That's head coach Don Granado there from live with the media at the podium there as the Sabres again, losing four to three at the hands of the Anaheim Ducks today at Key Bank Center. This would be the second loss this year. In the calendar year of 2024 to Anaheim as they lost 4-2 in Anaheim on the road. And, and for a team that has 42 points on the season, uh, you can't get swept by a team like that. And that's unfortunately what has happened to the blue and gold there in this moment. We'll take a timeout, come back, be able to have Paul Hamilton from the locker room as then we can wrap things up here on the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Buffalo losing 4-3 to to Anaheim today. As postgame continues on here on WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Sabres losing 4-3 at the hands of the Anaheim Ducks today at Key Bank Center. Welcome back to the Upstate Honda Dealers postgame show. Visit your local Upstate Honda Dealers today. Derek Kramer here with you from Key Bank Center and now joined again by Paul Hamilton in a game where Buffalo dominated the puck. Paul, this was almost indicative of last year's Sabres team where high-quality chances against doomed them. Yeah, I mean, they had been playing very good defense since January 1st and getting very good goaltending, but unfortunately this afternoon that went away. Um, there are probably two times, and I haven't thought, I haven't even thought this from Lucan in probably in two months, but there were two different times where I thought you need to save there. I mean, it was the Pucks laying in the crease and the Toronto knocks it in and, you, you know, Terry comes out and puts it through him. Uh, you know, you just you need to save on both those opportunities. But, you know, Uko Pekalukanen's not perfect. I mean, he, he's going to have a bad game from time to time, and I think that was a bad game for him. And uh, as I said, it's probably been around two months since I've even thought of, you know, hey, what, hey wait a minute, that's, that's a bad game for him. But, you know, the Sabres, you know, Don Granato pointed out how many opportunities they had in that game to score goals and just didn't put them away. And that's all we talk about now is, yeah, they played well. They had these opportunities. And, you know, after every game, I say, well, playing the role of Dominic Hasek tonight was John Gibson. And it's always the opposing goalie. You know, and, of course, Lukanen, too, does it on, on many nights also. But it's almost on a nightly basis. The opposing goalie looks like they make him look like Dominic Hasek. And, you know, I know Tage Thompson is now kind of getting a lot of opportunities but, I mean, there was, there was a, you know, Rasmus Dahlin springs him with a great pass, gets him in on a breakaway. Gibson just barely gets a pad on it. A few minutes later, he hits the crossbar. He does finally get a goal, but, you know, right near the end, he takes a shot uh, that uh, somehow Gibson gets his glove on. It looked like maybe the puck could have been in the net, but there was no replay to show that the glove was in the net with the puck. Um, so... You know, that's not in, and, and you got to bottom line it. Tate Thompson has to score when given those opportunities. His team, his team needs him to do that. He has to score there, and I know he had a goal, 
but he can't be hitting the crossbar. He can't be hitting the post. He can't be throwing it in the goaltender's glove as he's laying there. Uh, he's got to score. And it, it's just as simple as that. Uh, Rasmus Dahlin had a couple of great chances. It was interesting when Middlestat took the penalty for holding, and he probably needed to do that at 1842. Otherwise, the Ducks were going to get an empty netter. You know, the here are the Sabres basically they pull the goaltender it makes it five on five it's not six on five and they had some great opportunities even before they pulled the goalie you know they had some great opportunity Darlene had a uh, he came flying down the middle and a great chance you know shorthanded there and they almost scored a shorthanded goal to tie the game but the Ducks got two shots in the third period two and you know but they didn't need anything more because the Sabres couldn't handle the line of McTavish, Vetrano, and Terry, who scored three goals. And on almost every goal they scored, it was just egregious. You know, Tage Thompson, you heard what he said. He said, we just handed them the game. They did. I mean, they handed them their goals. Here, go ahead and score. You know, and, and on every time, it was like bad turnovers, bad plays, unaware and it's in your net. And unfortunately, the youngster Ryan Johnson was on the ice for four Anaheim goals. Eric Johnson was on for three. It was a tough night for the kid. Um, it wasn't his best outing. I mean, even on the two-on-one, you, you got to take the play away from Vitrano. Now, Thompson had given the puck away before that on a really bad turnover, which produced it. But you, you, can't, you have to take that pass away. That pass can't come across for a layup. It just can't, and it did, and it's a tap-in, and Lukanen's got no chance. Lukanen gets the shooter. Johnson has to make sure that pass doesn't come across. So, you know, it's just they, they didn't make many mistakes, but when they made them, they were dandies. And, you know, I, I, I think Kyle Posa might have said the same thing, too, that they basically just gave the game away because they were handing them easy opportunities wasn't many of them, but it was enough to lose a hockey game. Yeah, that's how you uh, outshoot a team 37-15 to 15 and you end up losing a game is just the mistakes you make are the critical ones, and that is just unfortunately how it bounced their way. That way to, I can't say bounce. That's how it ended up going today because, like you said, the players had said, the coach had said it. The mistakes they made were crucial and devastating for this team today. But, Derek, forget about the mistakes. It, it, they easily could have outscored their mistakes in this game. They played a team that gave up nine goals to the Toronto Maple Leafs last time out. And the Sabres could have had nine goals in this game. But they let a goaltender beat them, which they do pretty much on a nightly basis, is they let a goaltender come in and beat them. And it's, it's, it happened again. John Gibson used to be a very good goaltender. He hasn't been for the last couple of years. Some of it is the team in front of him. But he's not the John Gibson that he used to be, but he certainly looked like it in this game. I mean, Darlene had a great first period. He sprung Greenway on a breakaway, and the puck looked like it got through Gibson, but it got enough of his pad that it didn't make it to the net and wound up going wide. He springs Thompson on a breakaway, and then he hits the crossbar. I mean, it's it's – and these, and, and it's like the right people are getting the opportunities. How many opportunities did Paterka have in this game? Uh, you, you know, it's just, you, you just look at it. Benson right off the bat. 
right down the slot. I don't even know if they were a minute into the game. That line was flying. They were on the four check. Benson gets set up, misses the net. Ryan Johnson gets it off the back wall. He stopped. You know, Gergensen takes it to the net, stops him, then stops Paterka. You know, they're, they're just absolutely flying. Now Darlene hits Greenway, uh, hits Gibson's pad, but doesn't go in. Um, you know, before the period's over, he hits Thompson, breakaway. He goes in, just gets the pad on it. A, few min- a minute later, hits the crossbar. Before the game ends in the third period, there's Thompson right there, puts it right in Gibson's glove. I, I mean, this is a guy who I talked about should be a perennial 50-goal scorer every year, and his power play goal was his 16th. He just has to put the puck in the net. That's what he is paid to do. And improving and getting better and having all sorts of opportunities, that's all fine and good. But he has to produce. That's why they signed him the contract he did. Paul, uh, unfortunately, another Sabres loss here. But uh, thank you for all your hard work that you've done here today and all other games throughout all of these seasons here. <laughs> Take care. That's Paul Hamilton down in the locker room at KeyBank Center as Buffalo fell to the Anaheim Ducks 4-3 to today. But, you know, things go on. Unfortunately, the Sabres, they, can't conti- they continue to find ways to not string wins together. And uh, the most consistent, inconsistent team in the league strikes once more, uh, unfortunately, for the blue and gold here today. But it's time to go around the NHL. That is brought to you by Alex's Place in Batavia. Ah, man, now I want ribs. As there's three games that are going to be going on here today, uh, that are going on right now, I should say, today. As one of them, though, has been delayed between the Red Wings and the Kraken in Seattle. The two that are going on right now, though, the Wild hosting the Canucks. That one right now, Vancouver up 5-3 to three on Minnesota there as the second period is about to come to an end. In the third period, it is the Stars up 3-2 to two on the Boston Bruins. Meanwhile, a 4 o'clock faceoff for the Winnipeg Jets and the Calgary Flames, as well as the Edmonton Oilers in Arizona to take on the Coyotes. Also at 4 o'clock today, the San Jose Sharks hosting the Vegas Golden Knights, and then there's a pair of games at 7 o'clock tonight. Tampa Bay Lightning hosting the Ottawa Senators, and then also the Carolina Hurricanes taking on Connor Bedard and the Chicago Blackhawks at 7 o'clock. Unfortunately for the Sabres, though, they end up losing this one 4-3. And what does that do for the team? Well, in the standings, it doesn't change much. As they stay in sixth, Montreal and Ottawa still below them in the Atlantic Division, but uh, unfortunately still 10 points out of a wild card spot here for the Sabres. And that last look at the NHL standings, that's brought to you by Native Pride and Tall Chief Cigars. Stand tall with Native Pride. That'll do it for us here at KeyBank Center for our producer, Evan DePasquale, for our reporter today, Paul Hamilton. For my co-host and anchor throughout today's game, Pat Malacaro, I'm Derek Kramer. Once again, the final score here, 4-3 Anaheim over Buffalo. The Sabres play next on Tuesday as they take on, excuse me, on Wednesday against the Montreal Canadiens in Montreal. For our WGR programming, next up we've got Bulldog and Nate Geary coming up here. 
Have a good night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t